Trinity Baptist Church, a community growing in faith, obedience, and joy. Body of a tired Christian and open up his eyes to the true meaning of discipleship. Because I want to fully walk into the prophecies and the life that the Father has created for me and to be a part of a world where supernatural ministries of prayer, healing, and resurrection are not just stories of the Old Testament, but alive and present in our church today. And what would make me even more thankful is if each of you would join me on this journey, because it's an amazing ride. Probably more than anyone else, I am... I sh- I'm the one who should be thanking God. I'm very, very thankful. For the last three, two years, I've been suffering from lymphoma and went through a bone marrow transplant, completed my first year of transplant on November 3rd. Last week, I heard that my blood counts are normal, and I'm thankful, grateful to God. I'm very thankful also to my former church, uh, the Trinity Grace Church, my friends who are here, two of them, uh, Marge and Ray, and others who have prayerfully supported me through my entire journey, incredible journey of uh, the last three years almost, my family. And uh, once again, praise God, I am healed. My name is Rita Misal. Thank you. Hi, my name is Juliana, and I uh, just started coming to Trinity in, like, uh, September of this year. Um, And I came here because two people who I met in the summer um, introduced me to this church. Um, And ever since I've been coming here, they've been treating me very well. Um, So I'm thankful to, it's a couple, a couple who's been um, just being like parents to me. Um, I'm a college student now, so... You know, I don't live with my family, and, and I don't know if you've... I'm sure you guys know what it feels like in, to be in college in a dorm, and, and you feel like you're alone sometimes, so it helps. Um, and I'm also thankful for all the people I've met here who have been shown me kindness, you know. Sometimes people will give you food, even when you, you know... <laughs> like yesterday, I went to the international dinner, and I wasn't actually supposed to be there, because <laughs> I thought it was an international potluck, but um, they uh, let me in. Interesting, all new faces, but yeah. Um, so I thank, thanks for everyone. Good morning. Uh, I get so so overwhelmed. I can't even speak because this church has done so much for me. I'm Angela Lambro, and some of you know that my brother used to come to this church, Billy. Um, And he passed away um, two months ago. I have received the most incredible support from Trinity all the way through, through caring, through loving, through prayer, through giving, so much that I wouldn't be able to do anything if it wasn't for Trinity. I thank the Lord because they're my only, my only family. And um, um, I, I went through some very hard three years being my brother's caregiver. And God knows that was one of the toughest roads that I ever traveled on. 
but God is so good because he is blessing me and new roads are opening up for me now in, in, in the fields that, you know, that I love, the arts. You know, things are happening and I'm just so grateful and I just love this church and thank you so much, your God. Hi, my name is Barbara. I'm very thankful for going from homeless to living on the Upper East Side. What? (laughs) I live on the Upper East Side. I am giving Lord and Taylor clothes. I'm giving three square meals a day. I'm giving love and I'm uh, and I'm giving headaches. And I give love and I give headaches. But I'm in a place where (laughs) somebody can relate. I'm in a place. I'm in a place where the word comes in so many amazing ways. I love the, the words that come when we come to get our food. Can you, hear, can you see me? Should I step aside? <laughs> I'm very grateful for the word that comes from Keith and from James and from all of the prayer services that are here. Um, and I'm just, I'm amazed. I mean, I live on the Upper East Side. <laughs> and I have no job. <laughs> So I just want to thank everybody here for the warmth that is given most of the time and for the prayers that I come up to get. Once again, I'm Barbara. Thank you. My name is Wade Wright. I'm from South Carolina. Um, What brought us here is my wife was diagnosed with uh, metastatic cancer. Uh, we were here for surgery. God led us here. He's put a lot of people in our past to help us. Um, There's a lot of sleepless nights and crying out to the Lord for healing. He, when he led us here to Trinity, this church has welcomed us tremendously. We felt like we belonged here. Um, we had lots of prayer. I'm thankful for the prayer team. We had a couple folks, Suzanne and Chris, who really stepped up and have been in contact continuously. I'm very thankful for them for sharing their time and their being very gracious with their love and support. Uh, Fred Atkins rose up and helped me get my car to Queens, and uh, we met for breakfast. What a great guy. We had a nice chat. I left him my keys so he could move it, and when I got back to the hospital, the social worker said, are you crazy? You're definitely not from New York. So... Anyhow, I'm just, uh, we're just very thankful for everything that Trinity's done, Keith and James, and uh, we're, we're thankful for God and the Holy Spirit and this church. I'm not thankful that you're sick, and I'm not thankful that you have pain in your head. 
I'm not thankful that I can't eat without throwing up. I'm not thankful that little kids are being sold into slavery and there's ISIS and there's pain and there's hurt and there's stuff that we can't fix and there are kids that are dying and this is just, I'm not thankful for that. I'm not. And I'm sorry. And I have so much to be thankful for. This church and my husband and my four incredible kids and my friends and the Lord. And But I'm really trying hard to find a way to impart to you guys without, like, tying this beautiful bow on cancer and head pain and eating disorders and all this other stuff. And we believe a crazy thing. And that crazy thing is that he makes beautiful things. That's crazy to think that, that out of your pain and your pain and your pain, that he's going to make beautiful things. But guess what? He called us to believe that. And we have to be thankful for that because there is something bigger. I feel like I'm being told I have to stop my Oscar speech, Brad. Don't bother me during my Oscar speech, Brad. Um, and I just, I just, I just encourage all of us to keep on hoping. And that's got to be something to be grateful for, right? That has to be. Otherwise, why are we here? Because there's so much not to be grateful for. Otherwise, why are we here? Okay, so I just, I'm thankful for you guys. I'm not thankful for the junk, but I really love this church so much. And I love this man. He's just, everybody, just clap for Julian. And I just want to say that you don't have to be thankful because God's thankful for you. And he's thankful he made you, and he's thankful that every little piece of us here is going to do something incredible for this kingdom. And I'm thankful for that, and I love you guys. Thank you. Praise the Lord, everybody. My name is Monique Wright. I am from South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, exact. Um, I am so grateful for my Heavenly Father dying on the cross for me. For a woman just like me who's an addict, an alcoholic, uh, whatever you want to call it. I know I have some women out there that can relate to me who's been in the streets, homeless, depressed, oppressed, lost their family and children. But I am grateful that I have a new family in Christ. I am grateful that my heavenly father chose Jesus to die on the cross for just for me. I'm very grateful that I am alive and well. I have nothing to complain about. Even though I have all those things going on, I don't have my kids right now, and I relate to you, sis. I really do. That was from the heart. I can feel you there. But I am also grateful that one day soon I will be seeing my kids again. I have to have hope that I can live through this moment right now and Thanksgiving and not having my family, that he built a new family for me. That I can live at the Bowery Mission with a roof over my head and I don't have to sleep in the streets anymore. 
I am grateful that I don't have to be on drugs. I don't have to have alcohol to cover the emptiness that I had inside. Now I have joy, unspeakable joy, the real love of Christ that shed his blood for me. That's what I'm grateful for. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Um, so a few years ago, I uh, came here to New York, and I was very distracted by my artistic endeavors. But the Spirit called me here to this church, and for a while I sat in those back pews there, and I was listening to Keith and James and Fred and the elders of this church, and, and then I left. Uh, so after a couple of years of wondering, why am I here, I uh, suddenly... Uh, went downstairs, finally, and, uh, <laughs> and actually, this is the guy here that approached me first, Dave Kim here, and, you know, from that introduction, I went to the Bible study on Tuesday nights, I got into choir, I went to Alpha, I'm now going to Rwanda, I'm serving on multiple fronts here, and I just want to say I'm thankful for you guys, because without you, I wouldn't be able to share whatever stories that I have in my heart. And, and I just want to encourage you, if you are here alone, come downstairs and talk to somebody. Talk to me. I'm happy to meet you, and I want to hear your story. I'm Gregory. Thank you. Hi, my name is Anidi Itak. I have been in this church for as long as Keith has been here. And, yeah, I am so thankful to Keith, to Deanne, to the church. Um, they have been a great support in times of trouble, in times of joy. Um, it's just been such a wonderful place to be in. And he has grown me. Keith, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I lost my mother about a month ago. But you know what? We had a service for her yesterday. It was glorious. It was wonderful. Uh, so to the church of God, there is hope. And just to let everyone know, there is trouble in the world. But in all of that, we will give God all the glory and all the praise. And to him alone be all the glory. Thank you. Hello, I'm Todd Nelson. I'm from West Virginia, a little ways from home. Um, I I'm thankful for so much this morning, but most of all for Jesus Christ, that he loved me, that he sent his son, uh, that he died on the cross for our sins. And there's so much that I was thinking all this, other people's uh, responses. There's just so much that God has given to us that we take for granted. The day this morning we woke up was a gift. And we don't know each day how many days we have left. And we take, I know I do, a lot of days for granted. And I want to thank God for allowing me to, to find you all. Um, you know, I'm from a, a small town in, in uh, West Virginia, and I've never lived outside of West Virginia my whole entire life. But God gave my daughter an opportunity of a lifetime, and, uh, and she's living her dream, and and we're trying to do what we can to allow her to live her dream. And I just want to thank everyone 
that have been so nice and encouraging that we've met so far. And I just want to say once again, I'm just so thankful for him. Good morning. Uh, My name is Monica Boyd. I'm originally from Ohio. I've always wanted to ask Pastor Keith where he was from. He reminds me of one of my brothers. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're probably related. Anyway, (laughs) Um, I joined the military right out of high school. My last duty station was in New Orleans, and I lived there for 15 years. That's where I went to Bible college. God did an amazing work in my life. Uh, I got laid off from work two years ago and worked part-time pretty much as a nanny, making 20, 30 bucks a week. I lived in a Samaritan's Purse trailer on a pastor's property. And last year, God spoke to me about moving to New York. I'm like, really? Making $20 a week, God? Really? (laughs) And so I just stepped out on faith, shared that vision with a couple friends. They gave me enough money for a plane ticket. And so the week before I left, I thought, Lord, if I can just have $20 so I don't starve on the flight. If you've been there where you don't have money, you know what I'm saying? And uh, the Sunday before I left, a lady, a friend of mine from church, invited me, uh, took me out to eat with her daughters. We went to her house to fellowship, did a Bible study together. And they're like, Monica, we want to bless you before you leave for New York. They gave me $300. And I didn't have to starve on my plane flight here. And I lived with my pastors for eight months in Mount Vernon. And then I got a job. And I'm just very grateful for those of you going through the waiting on the employment thing. Just walk by faith and God will provide, even here in New York City. Amen. Amen. Hey, don't mind me. I get kind of teary, so don't worry about it. Um, my name is Lisa, and I've been attending Trinity for many years. Um, And over this past year, I was able to celebrate one year anniversary with my wonderful husband, Daniel, (laughs) who I also watched get baptized here, become a member of this church. Um, I'm thankful that my 14-year-old daughter, Annabelle, started high school at LaGuardia Arts, which is very competitive and hard to get into, and she titled it the most prestigious art high school in the world. Um, She's doing well over 95 average, and I'm so thankful for that. And in my own life, I am thankful that um, I have a cake pop business, goodiebites.com, if anybody wants to order. Um, (laughs) So I do a lot of baking. (laughs) Oops. Um, So I do a lot of baking and spend a lot of time by myself. (laughs) Thank you. And I was feeling kind of lonely doing this. So I was trying to fulfill myself with part-time jobs here and there. But those jobs were taken away from my family time, which was part of my issue to begin with. And over the summer, um, Tim gave a sermon, and one of the parts of the sermon was speaking about mentoring. And I was thinking to myself, well, I don't feel like I could definitely, I could mentor an adult. And within the bulletin, there's a a school in this building called the Bridge Preschool, um, play school. And it's not a religious school, but it's held within this building. And there was an ad in the bulletin about coming in to work there. And I was thinking, well, maybe, though it's not a religious school, I can use my faith to minister to children. And um, I came in and spoke to Cindy, and I was hired. And now I work four mornings a week um, with some great little kids. And I live my faith through that. And I'm thankful for finally finding that balance where I have work, family, I've Two o'clock, I'm home cooking for my family, and I have my weekends to myself, so I'm thankful for the peace and balance God has given me. 
Hey, good morning, everyone. Um, my name is Ivory. Uh, I have been. Go ahead and put my hand on you now. Oh, I know. No, I promise. <laughs> and I'm thankful. No. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, um, a year ago, on May 18th, uh, 2014, I lost my mother. And uh, I have to tell you, it has been an unexpected awakening. My heart, my just everything. And so I want to thank this church because um, I remember someone said to me when it happened, a month after it happened, oh, I can't wait to see what God's going to do in your life. And I was like, what? My mom's gone. What are you saying? And so... I want to thank that person because um, I understand it now. I want to thank God for her, the love that she showed me, my father, my family, and uh, I wish you could have met her. <sighs> but uh, I want to thank you all for getting me through it. I miss her so much. And... Um, my God, I don't know what to say now because she was great. And she taught me the importance of loving people and giving. And uh, I am thankful for her and God healing my heart through that journey. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> My name is Angela Workman. I'm the Prodigal Choir member. That's me. I allowed unending debt to try to live my little rock star lifestyle to almost capsize me, resulting in having to work seven days a week for eight very long years. I thought I could handle it, but this was pulling me further away from Trinity, my faith in myself. I found comfort in worldly antidotes that were toxic to my soul. After the death of my mother, my world shattered. Putting the pieces back together, I am so grateful to the Lord for releasing me from many bondages, too many to list. I am free now to attend Trinity, and I'm so grateful to be able to sing in the choir again and fellowship and praise the Lord. Thank you, God. In the ashes of my life, you are constantly molding me into the woman of God I know I can be. With your hand in my hand and my mother's spirit holding the other hand, I pray to reach higher in service to you. Lord, you told me the best is yet to come. Please believe these words. The best is yet to come. Hold that yet and know that in that yet is where faith needs to be held. He promised you that he will never leave you nor forsake you. He hasn't left me. He's not forsaken me. And he's given me extra notes in my soul to be able to share to the world. So God bless you all. You're not alone in this holiday season. For the Lord is always with you. Amen. My name is Jonathan Kreger, and I'm here visiting. And first, I want to say that I'm grateful for an all-powerful, all-loving, all-knowing 
uh, all present, God. I'm grateful that God's word is true from cover to cover, and we need it in doubt. We need to understand. We need to only believe and step out in faith. And I, I'm here because uh, uh, my family, my daughter, she's four years old, and she was born with uh, uh, benign lymphatic tumors. Uh, she's doing great. She's receiving, she's received wonderful medical care at Lenox Hill, uh, and we're up here for basically like our 28th time in 24 months. We're from Virginia. Uh, it's been quite a journey, but it's been a journey. It's been a blessing of adversity, and, and, and it's times, it's uh, sometimes hard to stay there, but truthfully, uh, I've uh, grown and been, been blessed to see God's hand at work in my daughter's life and my family's life, and uh, he's really led me uh, to step out in faith to, to and more service to him. Uh, uh, I'm blessed that I've been able to finish my master's in ministry here, and in, in the next two weeks, I'll finish up, and um, God has a plan for me. I, I've given up a job that wasn't God's calling for me, and, and I know that, uh, that that creates a little fear, I'll tell you that sometimes, uh, but uh, I know that God does have a plan, and when we serve God, uh, He will guide our paths, and God has a plan for us all to prosper us, not for our calamity, and He's given us a spirit of strength, not of timidity, and we can call on that strength, and I'm grateful for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit uh, and His strength and power, and uh, I'm thankful and grateful for the healing that God's doing in my daughter's life, and what a miracle that is. I'm Susanna Atkins, and I've been a member here at Trinity for over 20 years, but this past year I haven't been here very much. And uh, my sister's husband is dying from end-stage Alzheimer's um, at a very young age. And my husband Fred and I go down to Jersey every other weekend, sometimes more, to help my sister out. And how I've been changed this year is not necessarily even me, but seeing the Lord work in my sister. You can imagine that Fred and I were always the Christians in the family, um, but to see the Lord work in my sister as she takes care of my brother-in-law, hand to foot every day, washes him, changes his diaper. He's at the point now where he's kind of forgetting how to swallow, which could be a real turning point for us in terms of his health, but just trying to get that, you know, that rainbow sherbet open between those lips. It's like a little kid who just doesn't want to eat any more food. Um, so I have really, really learned about compassion, about love. Um, Fred, don't feel bad, but I really hope I take care of you half as well as she's been taking care of, of Willie because I've just been learning so much about what it means to love, you know. And I've also learned a lot about what it means to have a church family because you guys have really upheld us in all the time that we haven't been here. And it's been hard. I know I got my 90 seconds because I feel so lost at times because I don't have my family around me. So thank you, and thank you for being there. Amen. Hi, my name is Carol Ingram. I've been coming to Trinity maybe 13, 14 years. <laughs> Paula is over there telling me to speak louder, get closer. Um, as Susanna was saying about family, I'm grateful and thankful for Trinity as my New York family. But today I have my family from North Carolina visiting and uh, I've been praying for them to come, and today they finally came. And I want them to become part of 
Trinity, so I'm still praying. <laughs> but uh, I just want them to know that I'm so grateful and thankful that they came to share this service with me today. My name is Meredith Gandy, and I've been coming here for a while. Um, and I just want to share something that I think is encouraging because, you know, God has his hand on our life a lot. And I go out walking every morning. I live on Roosevelt Island. And this morning, I got in the elevator in my building, and there was a young man there. And I don't normally talk to people necessarily in elevators, but I just struck up a conversation. I asked him a question, and we started talking and just had a brief conversation as we went from the 10th floor down to the ground. And, um, okay, so... I'm the newcomer person here with the sign. And who, who comes up at the end of the service, last service, but this young man. He said, do you, do you live on Roosevelt Island? <laughs> Turns out he moved to my floor last week. But, but the reason he came is that a woman from this church is a friend of his, and he's on a spiritual journey looking for purpose in life. And she encouraged him to come here today, that maybe he would see God's hand at work. And... And he and I met. And I'm thinking, wow, what a coincidence that that happened. And to me, it's just encouraging that, that God is always working. If people are seeking him, God will draw them. And that's encouraging. Hi, uh, I'm Joel, Joel Mills. Uh, my wife and I have been coming here for about seven or eight years. Um, but as far as... What I'm thankful for, I'm, I'm uh, thankful definitely for a lot of people in this, this congregation that have stepped up the last few months um, and last year or two with been looking for a new job. And it's just interesting how when you've been in the same job for 14 years and you're trying to assess who you are <laughs> you, uh, as far as your career, it's, it's kind of it's, it's soul-searching. And it encounters, uh, grabs all different pieces of your life um, while you do nine to five. But um, so I've been seeking counsel from people with jobs as far as, you know, um, marriage, as far as um, peacemaking. So there have been a lot of people willing to step up. And I'm surprised that so many people are willing to help out. think as long as you have some sort of humility and not demanding the help but just asking it's amazing how much variety there is in this church and I'm sure you know um, if we were able to to incorporate more and more Christians and other churches and who knows what could happen similar to what uh, Keith was saying in the sermon last week so I'm thankful for all the people that have stepped up and Hopefully I'll be a willing part with that too, you know. Uh, I, I love keyboard shortcuts, so if you're, you're wondering how to, how to eliminate using the mouse so much, uh, I, can, I can help out with that. <laughs> I love it. Control-C, Control-V. Just, just start with that. <laughs> Copy and paste. Thank you.
My name is Emily Yu, and our family just moved to New York since,、um, since August this year. So we thank you, God, that His healing hands is, you know, in our family is on our lovely boy Joshua. He's、uh, 11 years old. He had epilepsy since、um, five and a half years old, and、uh, it happened like twice a week. Or you know, once a week during his sleep,、um, even though he's taking, he's under medication. So、um, in 2014, almost two years ago, we went to a healing prayer meeting. Since the prayer meeting, it only happened, you know, from twice a week to once few months. You know, it's amazing, but we. Didn't confirm yet, you know.、Um, it didn't happen in 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 past, you know, one and a half year. But、uh, he took the he, he took the EEG test、uh, one week ago here in New York, and two days ago we received the call from Doctor Hess that it's all gone. It's all gone. It's he's normal in his brain. We confirm. God's healing on our lovely son. Thank you. Hello, everybody. My name is Christopher.、Uh, sorry, my name is Christopher Garcas. And for those who、uh, don't know me,、uh, I'm a conquest student、uh, with Francisco.、Um, What I am thankful for, which may seem more general than others, is God's love. Because without God's love, our community would not form, either by sin, either by healing. So I'm very thankful for that, for our community that we can bond together to God's love and relationships. Thank you. Very hard for me to share, and I'm a writer, so I wrote something. I'll try and speak it as fast as I can. I am thankful for this church because I came to faith here. I was baptized here in a true miracle, a vision that I saw like a movie in my head. I was delivered from the mother, pun intended, of all my idols through my relationship with a spiritual mother here. You see, I've never really felt like I belonged anywhere until I came to this place, and it took some time. <laughs> Holidays, in particular, have always been very difficult for me because I had lived my whole life running away from home, staying busy to avoid it. My house was never really a home, so I left the city the first chance I got, and I thought I would never come back. I ran away to L.A. like so many broken little birds before me, and there was a certain sad sweetness, a sinful bonding I experienced with other beautiful fallen angels like me, who I found in that city of angels, Los Angeles. Other orphans trapped there, rotting away in the sunshine during winter holidays. But then God brought me back to the city in which I was born, before I even knew Him, to be born again in Him, and to finally, finally, after I looked for a sense of home in every single one of the wrong places, I promise you, find a home. And for the first time in my life, with all the mess and struggle and pain, and the joy and the bliss and the unconditional love that comes. Along with it, I have a family, and I feel at home with them, with you. 
uh, well, I'm learning to, <laughs> despite some tremendous inherited fears of being vulnerable and being seen, and after feeling so terribly neglected and facing abuse in far too many ways, some of that at my own hands. Well, like a song we're going to sing a little later on, which a precious member of our church family, Lisa Fogg, so appropriately recommended to me because she's prophetic like that, says, the orphans now have a home. Indeed, this orphan now has her home in Christ, who now will always be the home where my heart is, but also in the flesh, in the body, in this building called Trinity. Oh, I am grateful for Trinity Baptist Church, and I always will be, no matter where in the world the Lord may ever take me, an itinerant gypsy, this place has completely changed my life. Once upon a time, two explorers came upon a clearing in the jungle, and the clearing was grown with many flowers and weed. And one explorer says, there must be some garden tent in this place. So they pitch a tent and they look around. Perhaps an invisible gardener because they never saw anybody and they put barbed wire fence and they patrol with bloodhound. But they remain, the gardener remained unseen. And they couldn't find anybody. But the believer says, there must be a gardener, invisible, intangible, undetectable by uh, current means. And then the skeptic says, oh, but what mean of your original assertion? How does what you believe or you call invisible, intangible, eternal, elusive garden different from an imaginary garden or even no gardener at all? But then John Fowler rewrote this and says, once upon time, two explorers came upon clearing the jungle. A man was there pulling weeds, applying fertilizer, trimming branch. The man turned to the explorer and introduced himself as the royal gardener. And one explorer shook his hand and exchanged pleasantry. The other ignored the gardener and turned away. There can be no gardener in this part of jungle, he says. This must be some trick, someone trying to deceive our previous finding. They pitch a can every day and the gardener come and tend the plot. Soon the plot was bursting with beautiful flowers. He's only doing this because we're here and to fool us, thinking that this is a royal gardener. And the gardener show all the score or officials and verify gardener status. And the believer said, our senses, the skeptic saying, our senses are deceiver. There's no gardener, no bloom, nothing's here. And then it's all a hoax. But the believer despair. What remain your original assertion that how this mirage core different from a real gardener? My name's Dave, and I want to thank Keith and Trinity making this gardener real for all of us. And I want to thank, and not only to give thanks to Trinity, but call upon this congregation and the men, especially the men, to step up and serve, whether it's serving downstairs with the children and the youth or stepping up for communion or front door because this gardener is real and let's make it real for all of us. Hi, good morning. Uh, my name is Roy Markham. Um, I'm usually working up there in the booth. Uh, part of my job description is heckling Keith or whoever's speaking and... Uh, <laughs> Just, uh, you know, and, and Janelle, I get her a lot. Um, you know, last year about this time, 
I was not thankful at all. Um, circumstances had had come up. We had had to move out of our apartment that we loved. Um, you know, things were changing. Um, but my daughter was having some serious trouble at school. And uh, we just couldn't figure it out. She is so smart and so fun and so uh, such a great kid, but she was getting in trouble all the time. And it was to the point that uh, there was... We were afraid that she was going to be asked to step out of school. Um, we spoke to a few people. We put the word out. Through uh, contact here at, at Trinity, we got her in, got an appointment with a, a neuropsychologist just out of the blue, um, got a diagnosis, was able to get her in to see another doctor. Just within the Christmas break, those two things happened. I can't even get a, uh, an appointment with a dermatologist until January. Um, and because of, because of those things, because of the people here that, that help us and because of God's provision, she's a changed child in many ways. Um, this year, thankfully, there have been zero issues with... Uh, with, with school. And I just want to just praise God for his provision, for his loving kindness, and how he protects us. So this year I am so grateful and so thankful. My name is Sandy Barnett. And um, this last summer was a real difficult one for me. My 89-year-old mom um, became critically ill. And so I was quickly on a plane down to Florida to be with her and my dad. And uh, was there for two months. And during that time period, we almost lost her four different times. But I have to praise the Lord because... um, He was a light in the darkness, and he amazingly has given her an extended season of life, and I am so grateful for the fact that God was a rock. I I was afraid, and I was scared, and um, we had some really tough decisions to make, but I can honestly say that God met us in special ways. And was that light that guided us through the difficult decisions and that met us in special ways. I'm grateful for those that emailed and sent verses and, and prayed. And I know the prayer team was praying. And, uh, and today my mom has a, uh, a season of life uh, that she's able to enjoy. And so I am very, very grateful. So thank you. I like to thank God for uh, Elder Dave, uh, Dave Chen, Pastor Rex, Pastor Fred, Elder De- Fred, um, the Men's Fellowship, um, the married sisters in the church, some other sisters in the church, um, especially Elder Dave. Uh, he's been a ministry ministry to me, um, and. 
thank God. Simply in one sentence, uh, for today, a miracle happened today for me, and David Chen knows and Brad knows, and um, and sometimes one can be disillusioned about Jesus is real, God is real, Holy Spirit's real, but sometimes because of the fractions and the distances in church, the breaks down church, um, we can feel disillusioned about church, but. God heals. God heals the frictions and the dysfactions in church. And I thank God for healing me for that. Um, thank you, Garth, for thanking my husband. And uh, whew, we're just coming out. Um, Elder Dave's at home with our baby Jack because um, Jack was in the intensive care unit for the last few days, and he is healed. And um, we're extremely grateful for God's healing, and I'm sorry I'm such an emotional wreck, um, because obviously it's very new. Um, And I tell you what, um, watching watching your baby struggle and, and watching him in a hospital bed and hooked up to a million things is quite possibly the most terrifying experience. (laughs) Um, And um, I'm just extremely grateful that God placed um, the right people at the, at the right spot. And um, Jack just, he, he suffered breathing difficulties from common cold. And um, I'm so grateful for his nanny and her quick thinking and for the EMTs and the ER staff and the staff in the PQ, I can't, I can't express my gratitude. And, um, I am just so extremely grateful for God and how he just surrounded our little family and kept us safe and healed my little baby. Um, he is just an almighty God. And I tell you what, when, when you hit, um, a really difficult time having faith in him and being able to go to him for everything. It was um, just everything we needed. So thank you, God. <laughs>